Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our conductor, Matt Bailey. All aboard. (laughs) Choo-choo. I was thinking more of like a symphony Uh, or orchestra (laughs) conductor. But I was thinking more of all aboard. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm glad everyone's aboard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same. Um, Well, welcome aboard. This is episode 105. Um, So if we're talking 105 BC, Mm -hmm. paper is invented. Damn. Whoa, on the papyrus? (laughs) In in uh <laughs> in China, so on the papyrus in China. That's you know, we're not here to get anything factual. <laughs> so like yeah, papyrus might have been around, but like actual paper. Uh, the papyrus. <laughs> Sorry, singular papyrus um, was invented in China, and then if you switch over to one one hundred and five AC. Or AD. AD. <laughs> AD. Put Sorry. it on. It's too hot. Um, there's a fact that paper making is being refined by the Chinese <laughs> in 105 okay. AD. But paper will remain a Chinese secret for another 500 years. <laughs> what so, a secret. So I don't know what's going on with paper. Ooh, uh, I know that they in did China. make paper out of silk, I think, at one point in China. Hmm. Their paper game's strong for paper, sure. Uh, papyrus yeah. strong. Yeah, their paper game's on point. <laughs> um, also in 105 AD, uh, Emperor He Die died. <laughs> he Die died. Huh. I love uh, that. Where, where is he from? Um, also from China. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a lot of our facts have been about China. <laughs> they, 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 they were early in the game. They yeah. were documenting everything because yeah. they had paper. The wheelbarrow. <laughs> they had the papyrus, so they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have for Only eight. China facts. <laughs> Only China. China. Your number one source for the best facts on China. So, <laughs> also for 105, pronounced 105, 105, and 105th. Wow. Um, you're really... You're, you're really stretching. <laughs> yeah, here. you're stretching for facts. Um, so, it's the atomic number of dubinium. A triangular number, a dodecagonal number, mm-hmm. the first zizel number. Not s- the last, though. Nope, not the last. <laughs> a spheric number, and the product of three consecutive prime numbers. Don't Ooh. ask me what they are. Does that make it not a prime number, then? I guess not. Yeah, it's probably not. No, it's definitely yeah. not prime, but... um. It's yeah. definitely not a happy number either. No. It's definitely I, real serious. I know I said I'd get back to you on that. And then I looked up what a happy number and it's just too much to go through. But it's just too happy. I did uh I did find out that there are happy and sad numbers. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Five thousand five hundred and fifty five is a happy number though. So that's kinda Do cool. they ever meet? What does that mean? <laughs> happy and sad numbers. Yeah, I think they Maybe bump into each add other. Em. <laughs> You could try, but like, good luck. <laughs> Can there ever be one that is both? It just turns out to be zero every time. Yeah. Damn. It just feels nothing. <laughs> if you add them. <laughs> if you add them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one's a hot one. Um, episode 105. Down. How are you guys feeling? Hot. Yeah. I feel great. Feel great? Cool. 
Um, let's uh, let's start with business at the top, I guess. Um, a little T-shirt update. They're still coming. <laughs> they're still printing. They're they're t- they're printing one a day, <laughs> one thread at a That's time. Yeah. they weaving. They're weaving they each shirt. They have to make the shirt before they print on the. <laughs> print on them. <laughs> they're making and printing everything by hand. <laughs> Yeah, they're really weaving. <laughs> they're weaving. They're dodging. So don't don't fret. Um, Please don't. You fret. know we're getting you the best quality at a great price. At a great price. So yeah, that's that's the t-shirt uh, news. So you know, hold your horses there. <laughs> uh, please hold them. Um, your any, horse will deliver it. Any uh, gears you guys need to grind? No. Um. But I want to thank Joel Janky for making us the rom-com list. Oh, yeah. There's a rom-com list. Yeah, why don't we go through them? Joel Janky. So I will forever pronounce that as your name. Is he saying these are the ones that he thinks are the best? He said some roms, some coms, some droms. He said that okay. these are the ones that really sung to his heart, I think is what he said. if they suck or not. He said rom-com, drom, bomb. All right, bring it on, Joel. So, hearts beat loud. Never heard of it. Next. That's a, I think that's a Nick offer. <laughs> yeah, it's a newer one. Nick, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, that's right up Jordan's alley. <laughs> beginners. Ooh, I want to see Beginners. See covers? I, I really want to see Beginners. What's Beginners? Well, it looks like wrist Ian cutters Mc, or something. It's <laughs> Ian McGregor. If Drew Barrymore is not in it, yeah. Bailey's not going to be This down. is Hearts Beats Loud. Oh. Have I seen? You might have seen it. Oh, no. I saw that other movie that was like a Band-Aid. Oh, I uh, saw that gotcha. too. Uh, feels similar. Yeah. Adventureland, which oh. we've seen. Adventureland's great. Great. Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh, I like that movie. Really a lot. good. Charlie Bartlett, which I've seen. Interesting rom com selection. Yeah, I don't know if I would classify it as well. Well, he said some roms, some yeah. coms. Yeah. <laughs> some drums. Hey, can't really. You can put any movie he in He really movie. likes, what's her name? Kat Dennings, because she's in. Oh, uh, Two Nora. Broke Girls? Yeah, because she's super into two broke girls, but we is. don't talk about TV. We don't. But Joel talks about. But TV. Joel <laughs> talks about two broke girls all the time. Well, I appreciate Joel reaching out. There's a, no, there's two more. Oh, okay. Um, she's the man. Ooh, Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Okay, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you little and, freak. <laughs> um, away we go. Uh, with uh, Krasinski. Yeah, you know, Krasinski at looking his best with a beard. Uh-huh. Uh, like some may say the worst. <laughs> um, and Maya. Yeah, we love Maya. Um, I like that list. That's not your typical That's rom-com. like that new school indie rom-com list. Yeah. That was, yeah. You just throw 500 Days of Summer that in there. That new school indie. Which another uh, fan of the show texted me mm-hmm. and told me to watch 500 Days of Summer. But And you've talked about... You've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that. We had some other suggestions. We had About Time suggested. About Ooh. Time. And Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy stupid love. Okay. Um, so I have a I have a bit of list bit of a list to to go through, and then of course I want to talk. I've I've been talking about rom coms a lot with a lot of different groups of people, um, just to kind of you <laughs> know like people on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing like a Billy in the street. He walks yeah. up to people and says, "I'm conducting a survey." <laughs> um, and everyone said she's all that. Uh, uh, never been kissed. Mm. That was just 10 Bailey. things I hate about you. That was just me. Um, <laughs> I think a future guest is coming on to review that one. So I'll, I'll hold off on that. Um, but, uh, and like how to lose a guy in 10 days, <laughs> you know, your classics. 
Um, I'll probably never watch any of them, That's but you know, yo, you be, uh, yeah, I know. You be Kaye. You be Kaye. You gotta watch Never Been Kissed. Yeah, we gotta force you. All right, well, pick a film friend that fits, and we'll do. If it. If you don't watch it, Bailey's gonna die. <laughs> right. We already. We already did David Arquette, right? <laughs> I'm saying, hey, I bet you it's Michael Vartan's number one. We could do David Arquette part two. Yeah. We're not against the part twos here. I need to know right now about Michael Vartan. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. Is that the teacher? Yes. Mr. Cool or, or mm-hmm. something? Mr. Coolson? Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, Jordan. Yes. It was your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. It was your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So do you want to celebrate it today? Yeah. Um, let's celebrate. <laughs> Whoa. Do you want <laughs> Have to? Have a good time. Um, yeah, I'll celebrate. Okay. Um, and really, I can't think of a better way to celebrate than reviewing a film friend, specifically today's film friend. Do you want to tell us who it is and why? Sure. You don't want to give me the ball or anything? No. Like that? Okay. Yo, can I grab the ball for a second? Yeah. Do you want to give it to Jordan? No, uh. I want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into our film, friend, I saw the new Charlie's Angels last night. Mm. <laughs> and? And it wasn't that bad. Okay, but was it good? Um, It was like uh, middle of the road. Now, who's in? Who's his angels? You got K-Stu. You got Elizabeth Banks. Mm. You got uh, Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, mm. I love him. And uh, need I say more? <laughs> Is Cardi Kirsten B in it? Probably. Is it <laughs> Kristen Stewart in it? Yeah, K Stu. Yeah, oh, K-Stu. that's what K Stu is. Yeah. No, it was cool. I I back it. I, if there is a sequel, I would go see it. I would never watch the movie again. But you would defend it until you but die. But I'll defend it until I die. Very good. <laughs> so I hope I don't out myself. And if it's a rom-com, you know, it is what it is. But I don't know what Charlie. What do you Angel. have against Drew Barrymore, bro? I don't know. Ooh. I think the only th- good, sh- good thing she's ever done is Fifty First Dates. Yeah. She's uh. the guy who never saw Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Donnie Darko. <laughs> Michael Strahan's in it, so I might see it. Oh, yeah. Michael it. Strahan is in it. It was weird. So I might see it. <laughs> is... Is that Michael Strahan's first movie appearance that we're aware of? Do you want me to see? Yeah, check it yeah, out. He, I mean, he's a TV guy, so like... Be a film this is not considered a rom-com. It's action, uh, adventure comedy. But I guess what I was getting at is I don't really know what Charlie's Angels is. Is or it like the female Austin is. Powers? Like, <laughs> yo, pretty <laughs> much. That's like the vibe I get. Yeah. From it. So from never Charlie's it. got his angels and they kick butt, dude. And also Definitely not Strayhan's first movie appearance. Um, he was in Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> um, for some reason, Bernie Mac pops into my mind when I think Charlie's I think Charlie's he was Angels. in the first one. Yeah. I think he is Charlie, isn't oh, he? Okay. I don't know if he's Charlie. He might uh, be Bosley. He might be, oh, maybe that's what it but is. But our Bill Murray might be Bosley. Somewhere, Let me see. Bill Murray's in there somewhere. Bernie Mac's probably in there. Do you think I'd like the Charlie's Angels? Um. Uh, no, no, not particularly, <laughs> okay. but it's, if you watch it, you'd want to watch the sequel if there is one. Really okay. into Lucy Liu. Oh, well, there you go. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, well, Charlie's Angels, 2000. I don't think Bernie Mac is in it at all. He mm. seems, yo, Why does I it can feel see like him he's in it. it. It's like a Bernstein Bear situation. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it, and Bill Murray is the main guy. Yeah. Cool. Well, I have a lot of movies, I guess, to check out. Charlie's a lot of rom coms and Charlie's Angels. Charlie's yeah. Angels. But uh, yeah, Bailey, you mind passing Yo, me the ball? Yeah, you can have the ball here. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Um, so yeah, for my birthday episode, um, I decided to choose the great Willem Dafoe. Willie D. Willie D. Um, Will he D? And why I chose him, one, Kate brought this up. We've already reviewed four movies that he's in. Do you want to know what they are? Sure, go for it. Spider-Man 2, My Son, My Son, What Have You Done? Um, Cirque de Freak, The Vampire's Assistant. (laughs) Still waiting for that sequel. (laughs) Love it. And John Wick. Nice. So... One, I guess he's been at top of the mind for me because of my son, my son, what have you done? <laughs> and then we went to see The Lighthouse, which I thought he was incredible in it. Hopefully he gets a supporting actor nom and win. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I, I've, you know, I've been thinking, let's take a crack at him. Um, I also love him in Florida Project. I think he's great in that. Um, he's Honestly, I think he's great in a lot of things that he does. Um, but yeah, so I thought I'd check him out. He's the <laughs> ageless wonder. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of like the ageless wonder. He's like been in the old sense of like he's been old his whole life. Oh, I thought I, I, <laughs> that's true. I was thinking you just wonder how old he is. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. I both of those. Well, things are I, basically, I meant he's stayed relevant for like yeah. over 30 like 30 years Absolutely. so like which is pretty hard to do honestly in, th- in this business i saw <laughs> that seven, we were in yeah that i've one. seen 17 of his movies Damn. like that's wow. crazy yeah um earliest dating back to 1988 Ooh, which one was that mississippi burning which is like a big movie oh interesting yeah. he like hits the ground running in <laughs> yeah. his career he, he does really hit running um yeah i mean i i don't know he's one of those people for me that like every time i every movie i see whether the movie's good or bad i really like him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he's just one of those guys and that's honestly probably why he gets so many roles and so many good ones um he always plays something interesting too yeah I'm just like running through some of them. Like I like him in Grand Budapest Hotel. He's definitely um, that um, Wes Anderson like uh, crew. Uh, the Aviator. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also in Finding Nemo. <laughs> He's in it. <laughs> uh, so one of the most interesting ones that's like notable in his like Wikipedia is his um, role in Crybaby. Because they talk about how he pretty much works in all type of genres mm. and he doesn't get like pigeonholed into mm. one, which is interesting. And he has like a cameo in that movie. And that's yeah, like a John exactly. Yeah. He's like yeah. done a lot of cameos. Yeah. Uh, but he's great. He's also uh, in that movie that every kid had in their college dorm. Uh, Boondock Saints. Oh, I've never seen <laughs> yeah. it. I still haven't seen Same. it. Same. Really? I mean, Fuck it's that movie, dude. <laughs> it's definitely. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a college movie. It's definitely, two I guys guess. wearing trench coats, pointing guns. Yeah, right? but he in that movie, I have to admit, is like really, really good. 
the like best he's part. like the detective or I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time but um he actually plays a really really good part in that movie do you picture him sometimes just wearing a monocle no i don't <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i do picture him in a black trench coat for some reason maybe because you just said that but I like i picture him just doing an evil laugh yeah his yeah. smile oh, is smile. Like crazy. my gosh it's like an evil smile evil laugh like he's he's a great villain uh, oh, absolutely. great villain yeah. um but yeah his smile particularly like it's wide mm-hmm. and it's like cartoonish like villain cartoonish mm-hmm. it's wide and it has like all those like cheek ripples yeah yeah i feel like he would play a good I know this is said about everything, but like an older Joker, <laughs> if there had to be an older Joker, yeah. so, do another one. Let's yeah. make another one. Interesting but like, enough. Because the Joker never ages. When's the Joker yeah. going to be like, d- isn't there Batman movies where he's Batman's old? Like, let's see an old Joker. So when you Google Willem Dafoe, the first suggested is Joker. What does that mean? Like we know when you Google stuff and it's like suggestions that fall underneath. Like is he feet? Like is he funny? Like no, (laughs) it's like people photoshopped him as the Joker because people like want to see it. Yeah. Um, but I do have a fun fact about the Joker coming up. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, so that's the reasons why, and that's us kind of talking about him. So, if you guys are ready. I'm ready to uh, cruise into the first movie. Before you, <laughs> that was us talking about. Before you uh, give that also oh subtle hint, I'd have to say that we were correct. Bernie Mac is in Charlie's Angels, full front, the full, full throttle. So we did not. So it's in it the up. second one. Yeah, he's the new Bosley, I guess. So it's not a Berenstein Bears situation. No, we actually thought that was yeah. correct. Um, I miss Bernie Mac. Me Should too. we give a moment of silence? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give Three, a two, one. So we could check the Sixers. You just broached my th- moment of silence. <laughs> They're down seven. All right. Um, cool. He, Jordan didn't respect the moment <laughs> yeah, We don't respect Bernie Mac, <laughs> yeah, but <I> <laughs> I'm the only one at the table that misses him. So. Um, yeah, the only one who didn't pay respect. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So for the first movie I would like to review is his lowest rated movie. And that is the 1997 masterpiece Speed 2 Cruise Control. Bailey, take it away. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's your classic <laughs> Willem Dafoe bad guy takes over a boat. Sandra Bullock, classic lady in distress. And... Um. All right, all right. So Willem Dafoe is like a angered former employee of the of the cruise ship or something of the uh, makers of the cruise ship. So he he designed the navigation systems for cruise ships. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he's just getting back at the man for uh, firing him because he got sick, and you know everyone is his enemy. Interesting. Chaos ensues for oh, sure. For sure. But I thought yeah. we'd yeah, ease over that. And I will say this. Jason Patrick will never be Keanu Reeves. Oh, no, absolutely. With that, we he's, said that within minutes. Yeah, the biggest wannabe yeah. Keanu uh, Even if Keanu he has Reeves. his shirt open the entire movie, yeah, it's not he really helping does. him. Close it's not giving him any brownie points. Um, so for those unfamiliar, this is a sequel to Speed uh, with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Um, this one does not have Keanu Reeves. This though. one does not have Keanu, 
he turned it down. Oh yes, really? He yeah. Did. After like reading the script and just what a good move. Yeah, mm. what a great move. Um, yeah, this was bananas. Yeah, same director though. Oh really? And the first speed, in my opinion, is a pretty good movie. Never yeah, seen it's it. It's not bad. It's like a good action movie. Keanu's mm. great in it. Yeah. And Sh- it's nice shaved head Keanu. Yo, shaved head. I know he looks great. I need to check it out. Um, and it's basically a bus can't go below a certain speed or it's yeah. gonna blow up. <laughs> and this and boat can't yeah. get down to the knots it needs. <laughs> yeah, and this boat just can't stop. Yeah, so. the boat's not going particularly fast either. Like it's just a cruise ship. Yeah. So speed is kind of a weird title. Yeah, like it's not, yeah. It's definitely not going that well, fast. That's why they put the sub subtitle cruise control in there, because it is on cruise control for sure. So I want to talk about something right off the bat. So, Sandra Bullock is the first person we see, and she's taking her driving test. And she is talking about literally setting up the fact of why Keanu Reeves is not in this movie. They address it immediately. They have to. Which (laughs) is the identical move that they pull in another movie that we reviewed, which was Miss Congeniality 2. The opening scene was like the same thing about how they split up because of some kind of move in that um working together was like gonna cause them certain yeah. dysfunction. Yeah. Is it Sandra? No, she just can't have anybody back for round two. Yeah, she can't. She's just too much that first and the second movie is always bad. Yeah. Always really bad. So maybe but she's she should a, take it. She's ahead. on board all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll I'll do sequel. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it and I'll, exp- I'll, I'll even explain care. in the first scene about why my co host decide not to do it. Yeah. Not the co host. Uh, the co host. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh the when she's taking that driving test though, <laughs> that driving instructor or driving what do you call them? Instructor. Judge? <laughs> no, instru- it's a they don't instruct you, they judge you. <laughs> yeah. Driver driver tester. Yeah. Um she's the proctor. Just, the proctor. Ooh, <laughs> the ew. driving proctor. That's probably what it is, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> I love that. Great pool. Yeah. Um but uh, he, she's just babbling away at like, of course she's talking to the audience why Keanu isn't, but like, instead of him saying like, pay attention to the road, he's kind of just talking to her. He's just like continuing the conversation. Yeah, while she's putting them in such dangerous he's, positions. So he's too polite. He doesn't want to cut her off. Right. And I guess the joke there is she's driving the bus in the first speed for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um she's i uh, you know maneuvers that but then it's funny to show her unable know, trying, to drive yeah unable to drive and getting her driver's license um but it doesn't hit home at, it doesn't hit at all especially if you haven't seen the first one yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't really even tie it back to the first one really i was just like well uh classic girl can't drive okay <laughs> 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 yeah, you know that classic no, movie yo. i didn't make the joke the director and writer did. Sure. Jan- John Bond Don. I just want to say, Jordan and I are best friends, and I think I'm a better driver than Jordan. I'll go throw it out there. Ooh. Ooh, I, Yo, I'm, I'll I'm, throw this out there. You guys don't drive that much. I drive every day. Uh, not with me in the car. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> not Proctor Bailey. <laughs> I think I'm a better driver than Jordan because I do it more. Okay, so I have to say something. Um, Kate and I are best friends, and I think I'm a better driver. <laughs> um, Yo, I'll give the test. Yeah. Who's the better parallel parker? Jordan. Ooh. Yeah. Who merges better on highways? Me. Kate. 
okay. I, I can, we wear I, different strengths when we drive. Yeah, yeah. If you combined us, like if we had two, if honestly, if we had one of those cars that has two steering wheels, we'd ace it. We would ace it for sure. Fair enough. Um, I go the speed limit though. My move is I don't oh. go above the speed limit. Not even for like worst. a mile. I know he like grips the steering oh. wheel like it's oh. like his life depends on it. Yeah, but it's also my birthday, so be, be <laughs> nice. <to me. laughs> um, but yeah, so so the movie starts off with you know getting to know Sandra Bullock again um, and meeting her new Keanu, played by uh, Jason Patrick. They tried to make pa- Jason Patrick a thing. A I thing. feel like in the yeah. '90s, he yeah. just never. What else was stuck he in? Around. What else was his thing? I don't know, dude. Fuck him. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, I'm on board. Here's the thing. <laughs> you could tell he's he's balding a little bit. Like <laughs> I can't even remember what he looks like. And I just watched a two-hour movie with so him. So he's in, in the Lost Boys, Rush, Sleepers. Which um, I've never seen any of. Sleepers is a great movie. I really enjoy. Yeah, that Sleepers one. is good, but like he's not a thing dude yeah they definitely tried to make him a thing yeah in this movie for sure mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i do have to say he was kind of annoying yeah oh he was too good he was too good in the sense of i'm always going to do good yeah i'm exactly. gonna save the day and i'm gonna tell everyone that i am lapd yes. <laughs> that and i feel like he's he did like he didn't care about Sandra Bullock really at all. He just peaced out immediately and was like, yo, I'll be back later. Good luck. Yeah. He didn't See you stick later. with her like I, at all. To be fair, she also like let go of a rope to potentially let him drown. Yeah. Because she had a gun to her head. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because she had to go. <laughs> she, no, but then she kind of saved him because sure. she hit the button yeah. to but pull the rope back she up. she saved him. Yeah. They're just constantly saving each other so in this whole movie. The, I guess another downfall, too, is you you are not... You don't care about their relationship. No, no I'm not on board. Bit. If it was Keanu coming back, then you would, because yeah. they have the history of the first movie. But you're like, who the hell is this guy? Wh- yeah. Where's cares? Keanu? <laughs> well, yeah, <where's> yeah. <laughs> what did you do to Keanu? Where's um, his body buried? Yeah. And, and the whole thing is he's taking... He has... Uh, he's going to propose to her... She doesn't know that. We as the audience know that because he pulls out the ring and puts it on his own finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, what was and, that? And views it in the mirror. Yeah, he's testing the size on his own. <laughs> they he's, must have the same size finger. He's just though. like enamoring his work. He's like, look how good you are. Yeah, but you could tell like she wasn't even into it. She was tr- gonna break up with him before they even <laughs> went on the trip. Like it was because their because whole relationship, their whole relationship was built on a lie that. She thought he was some sort of like boardwalk guard okay. on Venice Beach so Patrol. We need to talk about that. So she's talking about him as they pull into an accidental like um, getaway chase mm-hmm. where he happens to be the police officer working it. Yeah. Like, so he's SWAT a SWAT. Yeah. He's on the suicide squad, is yeah. what they call it, which I think she was making a joke. Oh, I okay. didn't think she knew how to. Okay. Because I was going to say, what does that even mean yeah. in terms of this? But, um,. Yeah, so that, that their whole relationship's built on this lie. Like Bailey said, they were gonna break up, but for some, he had the cruise tickets in his pocket that day at work, yeah. so he presented them to so her. So strange. He had the yeah. He brought them with him on the job. Yeah. Um. So that leads them to a cruise where they meet our film friend Willem Dafoe, who loves goddamn leeches. Just trying to go golfing. Who's just trying to? At first, you just think he's just a golfer, you know. <laughs> Uh, he's just freaking out about where his golf clubs are. 
You then realize that this guy is a computer hacker. He hacks the mainframe immediately. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he, well, first he freaks out about losing his golf clubs. And you're like, I know something's up with those golf clubs. And he immediately pulls out two containers of leeches from that, um, calls them something really inappropriate I do not remember, um, and then screws off every single club head off of each club and pulls out some kind of wires from them. He does. I want to talk about the leeches because he calls them his his nurses nurses. and he says he would take a leech over a doctor like any day. Yeah. Um, And then at one point, the bathtub's filled with leeches. At one point, you get to see him put the leeches on his body. Um, I thought the leeches were going to play a bigger part. They were focusing (laughs) on them a lot. Same. But creepy and cool yeah Uh, that's a cool little thing about yeah Yeah, it's just like a fun fact yo here's the thing i'll admit (laughs) i was kind of it worked and i was kind of into him his character me too um he the only thing i didn't understand so he i guess he built all this the like gps navigation all the controls on these crew cruise ships so he knows how to hack into them all he had to do was kind of stay in his room though He's like all over the boat the whole time, and I don't understand why. Well, what 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 did he want to get out of the whole thing? So he was stealing I all guess the diamonds. The diamonds, but I feel like that was just like, a, oh, every villain wants diamonds, so yeah. we're gonna throw that yeah. in there. There's it seems like it was more of a revenge thing than the diamond. That was I was more into the revenge thing, I guess, because yeah. like like you you set it up. Yeah, your synopsis this time pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you really dug into like the, his motivation in the synopsis where he you know designed this made so much money for this company he gets sick and the company fires him because of that illness and he's like no 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 now i'm gonna i'm gonna hop on one of your cruise ships and i'm, I'm gonna, gonna bring my leeches up. and i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to bring my leeches. Bring my little nurses. And I'm going to crash this fucking cruise ship right into an oil tanker. And I'm going to steal some diamonds along the way. And why not? And that's really what he does. And he's almost successful at it if it weren't for fake Keanu, Jason Patrick. Yep. Um, But they're... if, If you're catching our drift at all, this movie's pretty bad. And there's like a lot of plot holes and things you could pick at it. But it's like one of those like comically bad. Yes. And there's also so much that happens. There's like mm-hmm. 17 plot lines. There's a little deaf girl. The well, deaf, deaf girl, girl plot line. I don't, don't understand, understand it. Like, they won't. I don't know. They don't need. They want to tear at your heartstrings with this poor little girl. Yeah, who's but she's deaf. like flirting with Jason Patrick yes. or he's flirting with her as a weird he's thing. Being he's being cute with her. <laughs> oh, that's what it's called. Ew. Uh, the hashtag me too. Um, but he tells her up front, I got a lady. Yeah. In um, sign language. Yes. But there's that plot line. But then also with the little deaf girl, uh, her dad is just like verbally abusive to her. He says sorry at the end. Yeah, but he almost <laughs> he almost sent her to her death saying, you look like a clown. <laughs> she looked, she was wearing a weird outfit and he just was like embarrassed, I guess. Yeah. Hey, she's eccentric. Um, There's too many plot lines. Also, they, I don't think they ed- cut out one scene from this movie. No. In, in editing. One, it was way too long. Yeah. And two, there were... Some scenes were so long, like when they were trying to get on the lifeboat. 
I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what's the hold up, fellas? <laughs> like, either drop the boat in. Or, There's always, yeah. like, some cord that's, yeah. like, <laughs> caught up. Or, like, yeah. And also, like, everything was, like, excruciatingly long. Like, the golf club scene. We watched him unscrew every single golf club head uh, yeah, from yeah. the golf bag. The, um... The cameraman was oh, like Dante? the MVP. Oh, Dante is by far the <laughs> MVP. He was so smart to take pictures of the whole event because yeah. pics or it's not true. Yeah, yeah that, or it well, didn't happen. that's yeah. true. Pics or it didn't happen or pics is, or it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the haters are going to say it's Photoshop, but Dante is going to say, yo, I was there for the whole thing and I documented the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, see the selfie I took while we were about to drown? <laughs> But then also a part of me was like, does he have a lot of extra film? Because he's taking a ton yeah. of photos. And it wasn't digital either. It wasn't digital, that's <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love the part when they confused all the TVs of William Defoe's face as him. And it wasn't they. It. it was just Jason Patrick. Yeah, he, he saw his face <laughs> on like a lot of TVs, confused as a person. That was great. Love the name of the ship, the Seaborn Legend. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we talking about what we loved? Mm-hmm. I loved the uh, the classic uh, big guy with mustache. Um, he's in a lot of things. Yeah, that guy's in like. a lot of stuff. He is a classic. He's a big John guy. Candy wannabe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If John can if John Candy turned down a role, that guy usually yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. John um, Candy ever do the mustache? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> um, I loved uh, one of my guilty pleasure bands is UB40. Mm-hmm. They're in and it. they were the boat band. That was them. That was UB40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love William <laughs> Defoe. I was about to talk about how bad that. Band oh was. no. <laughs> love him. I loved William Defoe's Buzz Lightyear armband. Ah uh, yes. Remotely access the oh, computer. I loved it, and that's what I liked. Like he could have stayed in a room, I guess, and hacked everything. Like I don't think there was a need for him to run around the ship, but it was very villainous the way he was running around with his armband keyboard and like putting little grenades everywhere um it's very like video game it's cool my favorite part of the whole movie is the ending straight up where the boat is just gum coming and you see the whole water filled with people no one hears this loud ass boat coming towards so let's set it up a little bit so the whole time there's a struggle between you know, Jason Patrick, they don't know whether to get people off the ship or not. Well, because he's telling them to do it. Yeah. Um, and Willem Dafoe the whole time is kind of just toying with them and fucking with them and hacking into literally everything. And what he did was hack into the navigation system and he just has the boat on cruise control and it's going towards this oil tanker. <laughs> Jason Patrick and the crew somehow devises a plan to put a rope through the propeller <laughs> yeah I, I don't know to help turn well they were like turning this wheel uh, this like, wheel underwater yeah they I don't, found this you just kind of accept like oh that's what you need to do that makes <laughs> sense they yeah. find this little wheel that him and dante yeah. actually yeah. just turn it and they they turn the ship so that it doesn't hit the oil mm-hmm. tanker one i feel like that wheel was way too easy to spin first way too that cruise. moved a whole yeah. cruise, cruise ship yeah two is the cruise ship's so big there's no way it would turn that quickly yeah i mean it hits the crew it hits the oil tanker yeah, but it was but it going like directly brushes, right. into it too just so then you it. think well i didn't think it but <laughs> the people on the ship thought oh we're in the clear yeah yes we didn't hit the oil tanker we're the day is safe comes plotline 17 comes plotline 17 now they're going towards this little seaside village 
<laughs> which was probably my favorite mm-hmm. part. Yes. Yeah, the boat just continues to go and crash into this seaside village very slowly and very deliberately. And they say, big boat coming. <laughs> and there had to be like hundreds of casualties. Yes, oh, for absolutely. Sure. And, but they're kind of, they don't really care about that. They're like, no, we made all. it. We survived. <laughs> Everyone else might have died, but yeah. we survived. We must. Yeah. We might have killed a hundred people yeah. along the way, but we and made it. And it was strange because they spent time showing you all the different types of water, like people. Right? There was like the scuba divers, <laughs> the water people, the, water <laughs> the mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lady in the water. Yep, there was. Um, like the sailboat people, the scuba divers, uh, yeah. the like every type of water sport is being done in yeah. this water. Mm-hmm. And they take time to show you every single one. Then they take time to show you every single one getting hit by the cruise ship. <laughs> and then after like the ship stopped, I was like, oh, thank God the movie's over. And then I was like, oh, shit, Sandra Bullock's off with Willem Dafoe yeah. jet skiing around somewhere. That's true. It yeah. cuts to that. I'm I, like, oh, I kind of forgot exactly. about that. So yeah. while the ship is crashing into this little village, Willem Dafoe ca- uh, takes Sandra Bullock hostage and yeah. they go off on a little jet ski trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it shows them like wave running out yeah. there yeah and then they get into a uh, plane boat <laughs> and there's a plane there's a plane the boat. movie that crashes just into the oil tanker at this yeah. point um is off the rails but i do like willem dafoe when he crashes the plane into the oil tanker he crashes it right onto a pole yeah and mm-hmm. the plane just sits on top of the pole for yeah. a little bit like a ca- just, again like a cartoon <laughs> and he just has the crazy evil laugh and he has the crazy evil laugh and then it blows up it's a good way for him to go out absolutely and in my opinion like he's kind of a cool like villain or bad guy because he's going to die within a year unless his leeches save him we don't know i don't know the medical science behind leeches um but he has nothing to lose mm-hmm. like but everything at all. to gain and then the biggest explosion of like all time happens oh. after the <laughs> plane blows up on the oil yeah, tanker exactly. like it's so big yeah. so big that it would have affected the people in oh, that village absolutely. yeah absolutely <laughs> and it would have affected their tiny little speedboat getting away from yeah it. it would have destroyed everything um i also loved that the guy who was con- driving the cruise ship who was going seven knots oh my gosh six knots shout out to that guy counting down the knots counting down the knots and (laughs) like doing it as if he's getting electrocuted too do you know um the conversion of knots into miles per hour no yeah what? I do. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, I'll keep that to no. myself. That's knowledge keep that I own. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I feel good about um, it. I think the boat had the best final line in the whole movie. What was that? Gets to ring the bell when it stops. Oh, oh. my God. That was great. Yeah, I actually kind of liked that. Yeah, same. That, that because it's such a, ri- it's a, such a ridiculous movie that yeah. for the boat to finally stop after the whole movie, mm-hmm. they're trying to get it to stop. Once it stops, it just just hits a bell mm-hmm. like a like a liberty bell-esque yeah um it's let kind of freedom cool ring baby yeah, let freedom ring all those thousands of bodies in the water died in the water all the houses they ripped through they yeah. ripped through a hotel that people were staying in i do have to say yeah. willem's name in this movie is geiger and that's also a great uh villain great name, villain name. Oh, i yeah. think i think willem defoe's written really well yeah. i think all the action and everything around well, it is well i don't know bad. interesting yes interesting yeah what his leeches his nurses oh, I love his yeah nurses. i love his leeches so an interesting 
tidbit uh-huh. about the movie is that it was uh, the original script <laughs> was intended to be the third film in the Die Hard series. Whoa. After the excess... The success of the first Speed, though, this script was reworked into a Speed sequel. Interesting. Interesting. Because I could actually see this, though, as a Die Hard movie. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's like the same in the vein of. It's kind of more Die Hard, I guess. Yeah. Um, And it's weird that, like, the dude who's like, oh, this is my Die Hard movie was like, ah, okay, let's just change it and make it a Speed sequel. Like, He probably still made money. I know, but, like... Stick to your guns. Yeah, bro. but yeah. this director made Twister, so mm. yeah. but that's not the writer. I know, um, but yeah. So for the listeners, if you've never seen this movie, it's worth the ride. And you're into like kind of painfully bad, movies. painfully bad, but like funny, like funny because they're so bad action movies. This highly is suggest. I laughed a lot. Um, if you're a fan of Willem Dafoe, absolutely, because he kills it. He's so weird in it. Um, he wears a golf shirt the entire time just to stay in character. True. Oh, well, he dresses up as the captain for <laughs> a little true. bit. That's true. That's true. Um, but if you're a fan of the first Speed and you're looking for something of the same caliber, probably not this. Look elsewhere because uh-huh. it doesn't come close. Uh huh. Um, so that being said. What would our one word, one to two word reviews be? Um, I'll pass. Mm. Mm. Bodie McBoatface. I was going to say the leeches. Mm. <laughs> the leeches. The leeches. Um, cool. Well, we sped right through that one, I think. Like two. Yeah. Like speed two. <laughs> like two. Um, so we're in between movies. How are you guys feeling? Good feel good okay cool feel good um it was really cold in the studio so i don't know if you guys noticed but i cranked up the heat so i'm starting to sweat a little bit cue the music Okay, everybody, we have three relationships in the files. First relationship was with Wendy Witt from 1970 to 1972. Unfortunately, she doesn't have a picture. Mm. A straight up nobody. Whoa. (laughs) And then after... That we have Elizabeth Le- Warren LeCompte. <laughs> oh, she kind of looks like Elizabeth Warren. Oh, wow, they were together for a long time. Oh. Yeah, from 1977 oh, no. to 2004. Are we looking at a death? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't believe so. No, nah, no, nah. I believe. I mean. No, they just separated. From what I understand, they were together, never married, because they he believed that marriage was ownership. Yeah. And then he... Wow, uh, really? Yeah. And then he got married <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Giada. He did get married afterwards, which was funny. Cala Grande. Oh, to like a 24-year-old. Yeah, so insanely young. <laughs> who was like, I'm young, will you marry me? He was like, okay, I'll drop all my beliefs and marry you. Um... Yeah. 
But yeah, only three relationships though. How old on is files. that one? One child. For the with the with the last uh, one lady. Before. Yeah. Here's the thing. It kind of checks out in my mind with him. Mm-hmm. Um, very long relationship. Has some sort of philosophy that he won't get married. Well, <laughs> with I, this woman for thirty plus years. So the the woman that he was with was eleven years old, older than him. Well. So then he went. And then the girl that he's with now is forty-four. Twenty years younger. Yeah. So interesting. He doesn't like anyone his age. Flopped. (laughs) Yeah, he flip flopped. (laughs) Um, Looks like the girl he's with now is a Italian Italian? film uh, film director. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But Yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, he's really doing him, I guess. Yeah, you I mean could they say have that. been married f- for like fifteen years almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I back it. I back all of it. I think. I think it's weird. I don't know how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't I think processed it's weird. the information. But yet. it's kind of like him. Like I don't know how to process him. Wait till yeah. you <laughs> find out more about him. Okay, oh, I can't wait. You know what? You're making me curious. Let's find out. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your way? Not bad, just like with your hopes, match your decay. What's your height? What's your way? Uh, Alright, so we have everything but shoe today. So Bailey, you um oh W D six feet, hundred and seventy five pounds. 62 years old. Penis has been around the block. Scorpio and size 10 shoe. (laughs) Jordan said that he's 5'8", 162 pounds, 9.5 shoe, penis gnarled with a beard, Mm -hmm. cancer at 54 years old. Um, Now, I do want to say... I know we're not going to confirm his penis. Or his shoe. But, uh, you know, our intern, holiday expert, all these titles, Mike Paulshock was around the studio a little earlier and did say that there was a report when he was filming the movie Antichrist for uh, uh, Lars von Trier, I think his name is. I forget Mm -hmm. his name. Um, That they filmed Willem Dafoe's penis but it was shockingly large, so yeah. they got a double that was smaller because it was too big. Yeah. So that's you know that's the info out there. It sounds Take like he put that rumor out there himself. It's a football hey. shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be. Hey, but it could happen, and it could be true or it could be false. But you know, I just thought. Here at Film Friends, we'll get all the information out there. And, and you let know, you decide. Let you decide. Also, Antichrist is a crazy movie. Never seen it. Um, just, just saying. So, he is 5'9", um, 172 pounds. Mm. So, Jordan, you were close on height. Bailey, you were close on weight. He was born July 22nd, 1955, which makes him 64 years old. Ooh. Bailey, He's a little close. younger than that. Yeah, which mm-hmm. makes your the marriage seem different to you. Yeah, yes. Um, and he's a cancer. So, Jordan, yeah. you got that right. I'm also a cancer, so hey. 
Hey. Um, his given name at birth is William J. Defoe. What? I know. I know. So he changed it to Willem. Yes. That's weird. It was a high school nickname, apparently, is Willem, but his birth name is William <laughs> J. Defoe. All right. All right. Keep going. I know that one that... like blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was born. This is another one that blew my mind. Where I was like, "What? Aren't you whatever?" Born without a face. <laughs> and then put one back on. <laughs> smushed it around a little bit. Uh, he was born in Appleton, Wisconsin. I oh. thought he was born in like Italy. <laughs> huh. No, Appleton. Appleton. Yo, Appleton, Wisconsin sounds like a very nice place. Yeah, yeah but like, it just like not as exotic as I thought it was gonna yeah. be. Um his first movie appearance was in Heaven's Gate in nineteen eighty. Do you wanna guess his favorite musician? Um Sting. He's probably into like Tom Waits or something. Bob Dylan. Oh, Jordan, you love that yeah, guy. Same. Do you want to guess his favorite documentaries? <laughs> uh, Super Size Me. <laughs> <laughs> Super High Me. <laughs> um, The War Room and Don't Look Back. Oh, yeah, The War Room's sick. I just watched that recently. Those are all the favorites that are listed. Oh, and Don't Look Back's great, too. That's uh, Bob Dylan. So he received mm-hmm. uh, an Italian... the Received an Italian citizenship after marrying his wife. Oh, um, he is the founder of the theater company, the Wooster Group. Which he started with his former yes. lover. <laughs> so well, he's classically trained or? He went to. <laughs> Course. He went, yeah, he went to college for <laughs> theater. Which means he's British. British. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> From uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> and so he formed this group, I think, either in college or right afterwards with his former wife. And he left this group when they split up Mm. um he received three oscar nominations for supporting for platoon shadow of the vampire and the florida project and received one nomination for best actor for eternity's gate so that's pretty cool he was in a movie called eternity's gate and heaven's gate yeah he's into gates boy he loves gates (laughs) um he was involved in a controversy oh is it a me too no (laughs) no it's weird not me He's probably like. I want to know your guess. That's so <laughs> bad. I was just kidding. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Go All ahead. right, very <laughs> good. Um, in 2016, he visited the floating piers of Lake Iseo. I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. that. In Italy, and thousands of people were denied entry while he enjoyed the installation by himself. So he closed the installation down for himself, and no one else was allowed in. Yeah, that was his controversy. That's what rich people do. Yeah, dude's a weirdo. He probably threw some leeches in there. <laughs> yeah, his his nurses. <laughs> he always carries around <laughs> leeches. Um, he likes doing his own stunts. And oh, we we love respect that. the fuck out. And yeah. did most of them in Spider Man Two. <laughs> oh, not the first one. <laughs> no, wait, no, in Spider Man the first oh, one. Okay. I meant. Um, he contracted yellow fever while filming Platoon. Oh, he's oh, so. Shit. So method. Yeah, he's so so method. He's just eating the dirt. Give me the fever. Um, he was a contender to play the role of the Joker in 1989, mm. but it went to Jack Nicholson over him. Mm. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. I kind of like that Joker. Yeah, he did me it too. well. So, um, he's one of eight kids, where he has five sisters and two brothers. Uh, he's a vegetarian because he <laughs> believes that animal farms are one of the main causes of the destruction of the planet. And True. he practices <laughs> yoga daily. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I back them. I back all of it, even shutting down that museum for a thousand people. And going by Willem instead of William. Yeah. That's a weird That's move. a weird move, but I, I get it. Yeah, I get his it. name, his name is cool. He out a little bit. I know. Well, and it was given to him in high school. So. Yeah. I think if you're going to be an actor, an actress, or director, or anybody in the arts, I think it's... I'm okay with the move changing your name. You know, I know we say you're as, a coward. You are a coward. But, yo, so as as Jordan Smith, yeah. would you change your name? I would probably change my last name. To what? Eingorn. <laughs> I don't know. Jordan Defoe sounds kind of <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, okay. Jordan Defoe. Yeah, I just think... Although there's a Jordan Smith who made it on like American Idol, yeah, so, so. You know, I have a chance. <laughs> okay. Or did he take your opportunity? Yeah, he might have taken it. You I should be Google me. <laughs> Jordan A S. Oh, okay, I'll think about that one. Jordan Ass. <laughs> we'll try it out. We'll see. Um, Give it a go. Cool. Well, he's a freak like we thought, um, but we love it. Um, so. I think it's time to move on to the next one. And this one you just mentioned that he got a, a supporting actor nod in it. And Scarlet Fever. And what Yellow is it? Fever. Yellow Fever. Yellow <laughs> Scarlet <laughs> Fever. You know what? He might have gotten it, but yeah. he used the leeches <laughs> to get rid of it. Um, His nurses. And that movie is the 1986 actual masterpiece, Platoon. Bailey, take All of our movies are masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Don't There's that's yeah. true. Show your hand. That's true. They're all masterpieces. <laughs> um, so it's your classic anti-war film starring our main boy, Charlie Sheen. Mm. He's our main young, boy. As a, as a young yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah, have we reviewed Charlie Sheen? No. No, I don't think mm. so. We better write him down. Yeah. He'd be He's a great one. He's <laughs> definitely a young person holding a gun. He's a young gun. Um, yeah. And it's pretty much... Shows us getting our ass kicked and the way certain people act when they're at war. Um, yeah, I don't know. People, uh, people act differently out there, and uh, you get some good people, you get some bad guys. Mm-hmm. The duality of man. Yes, sir. I think the interesting thing about this one, too, is not just that. So all these war movies have the same kind of like cadence where it's just relentless. Mm-hmm. But I think this shows a lot more of the like the minute things that happen at war, like bugs and dirt mm-hmm. and fatigue yeah. and those kind of well, things. Well, most Vietnam movies, I mean, all Vietnam mm-hmm. movies pretty much are this mm-hmm. because yeah. it is like either in the jungles, they mm-hmm. were it was a whole different jungle warfare was like something yeah. they weren't really used to and trained yeah. for and it, you know people died terrible like in terrible ways and like Bailey's they really got beat up on but you're right like the bugs mm-hmm. um one was like people trying to injure themselves so they could leave mm-hmm. like on purpose i'm sure that happened in a lot mm-hmm. of wars but like this one specifically even towards the end of the movie like they all hit a wall where they're just trying to find a way to get mm-hmm. home. Yep. Um, but even like little things like back at camp too, mm-hmm. like the things that suck there too, or 
there's like a lot of escapism and mm-hmm. things like that but they even had to like clean the shit out of the mm-hmm. outhouses and how they just did that like it was like no big deal right and right um but this so this movie is like very famous mm-hmm. oliver stone directed and oliver stone i want to say was in the vietnam war i could be really? i i thought i read this recently where this is based off some of his experiences oh. in the vietnam war well um, shit yeah i think i hope i'm not making that up but yeah. I, i'm pretty sure i read that recently um so that's kind of i mean not cool but it's kind of interesting to have someone who was a part of the war in some capacity mm-hmm. or maybe he was like close to someone in the war yeah. i don't know to to then make that movie yeah um and it's done well it's done really well yeah I think at first I was like, oh, this is like a war movie. But I think I really like the beginning where they show the day to day. Right. They show Mm. like the little things that you go through and all that kind of jazz. The middle is kind of where they set up the plot a little more. Mm. But then the ending is incredible. And the plot isn't even like they don't really go into like tactics of like battles and like all that shit. The plot's mainly like within their own group. Yeah. who's beefing with each other exactly. and i kind of like that because yeah. a lot of the things where war movies lose me sometimes mm-hmm. and this movie did a little bit but um was when they get so tactical mm-hmm. and they're like we have to take yeah, this and exactly. flank them here yeah. and mm-hmm. it's gonna be a crossfire here blah 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 this one really just focused on like the people the, the people and how they mm-hmm. like you said how they change or how they evolve and how they lose their fucking mind, especially yeah. in this war. Well, and yeah. also like the class systems involved in it too. Like who gets sent to war, mm-hmm. why they go to war, um, how you get promoted. One thing to that that I was interested in. So we meet Charlie Sheen when he just gets uh, deployed yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's the new guy in the battalion. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how like... They don't tell new guys how to do anything and they kind of treat them like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, that's kind of dumb to do that because that new guy could be responsible for your life in a matter which of like, was. which mm-hmm. the one of the first scenes they're doing, like it's his, they're doing like they're staying up, keeping watch. Yeah. And he almost does like yeah. fuck up, even though that scene was interesting because Charlie Sheen is awake. Yeah, he didn't fuck up. It was the, the guy, other guy that he was, yeah, it was who too fell asleep on yeah. him because he was a new guy. Yeah. So like, it's interesting to treat new guys like that mm-hmm. because they're only gonna resent you or they're gonna actually fuck up because yeah. you're not teaching them. Yeah. But there is that pride of like, hey, I've been over here for three years, or I've. I've seen people, so many people die. Like, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Which I understand that. But at the same time, like, you you have to train these people but and have to get them like, ready. But it's also, like, I feel like that training also feels like a liability. Like, I yeah. can't put myself out there to train you because it risks my life to put myself out there to help you. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other weird thing was Charlie Sheen was, like, a rich kid who was like, yo, I why should all these poor people just get sent over? Like, I yep. should do my part, too, which is... Seems crazy with like the Vietnam War, with yeah. like mm-hmm. no one wanted to, to go. go. I know, which I is know. probably why we lost, or yeah. like, yeah. Well, it's, well, we weren't even supposed to like. It was a weird war, yeah, where no one really understands the politics fully. Yeah, I like, mean, th- there wasn't any like, oh man, like 
like no pride in going. It was well, just it, like, well, I guess we're supposed it to. It was go. a very like government yeah. run war. Yeah, it's not like World War II where we got bombed yeah. and yeah. it was it like, was, yo, I'm gonna go serve my yeah, country yeah. and like yeah. be was, motivated. It was like the first example of what um, Eisenhower predicted, which is the military-industrial complex. It yeah. was like mm-hmm. the first big example yeah. of that. Um, so that is an interesting thing that I didn't catch that makes sense now. I didn't know he like kind of volunteered himself. He did, Because yeah. yeah, at one point that. he's like, oh, this was a bad, bad decision to come over here. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not your decision, man. Yeah. You're in the military, but that yeah. makes sense He now. said yeah. that he dropped out of college because his parents wanted that for him and he didn't want what his parents wanted for him. Gotcha. So he decided he wanted to um, serve his part in defending his country by yeah. going to war. Yeah, I have to do s- say it. Charlie Sheen's great in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I think he's really he good. Yes, I was surprised. And then you have our film friend, Willem Dafoe, who maybe is my favorite part, favorite he's person. Most he's most interesting. favorite character. Yeah. yeah. We back him. He's, he's like a sergeant who is kind of more on the right side. He's like a hippie. Of things. He's yeah. like a hippie. And he's been there maybe the longest, like three or four yeah. years. And he's kind of composed under pressure, and but he's also real weird and interesting. Like yeah. he's like a weed guy. Yeah, yeah. that scene threw me yeah, off same. a little bit. He so looked after, crazy. In after, that scene. when they're back at base at night, they're like partying, and I thought they were smoking like opium or yeah, something so like heavy, which same. I think it might have been yeah. a like nod to yeah. that a little bit. But Johnny Depp's there weed. playing guitar. Yeah. Um, but they were saying pot and pot. But yeah, Willem Dafoe is like real creepy in that mm-hmm. part. Um, I forget what they call that place. They called it something. The uh, underground. It's like the fucking dojo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> dojo. But like Willem Dafoe like shotguns smoke into Charlie Sheen's mouth through yeah. a pistol. Yeah. And it's definitely a weird scene. But like I get it. it's kind of that escapism. They're trying to do drugs oh, to yeah, just absolutely. I mean, they're seeing people die every single day. Exactly. They're going through a living hell. Mm-hmm. Um, let's why don't we take why don't we stop and name some of the people in this cast? Because the cast this is, is crazy. like crazy. Incredible. Ooh, I want to talk about Kevin Dillon. Ooh. Uh, the yeah, worst. I hate his character, hate his but character, he's great at it. But yeah. love how he just eats a can. Was like, oh, yeah. he was like, he was like, you want to see me second. do this? Yo. And he's like, eats a case. Like, fine, I'll send this home to my mom. Yeah, that part, I was like, what? But Kevin Dillon plays a character who is like psychotic, red blooded, like American, wants to kill anyone who's not American, and just like Rapes wants people. Yeah, is a rapist, well, and his character progression is probably the one of the best designed because he goes from eating a can <laughs> to shooting a pig. To raping someone to cold-blooded murder. Yeah. So it's like a... But he has that in him the whole time. Yeah, but you're seeing these like hints, hints, hints to this like escalation. And he's the one person that a couple characters admit like, you know, he scares me. Yeah. Because he's unhinged. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have Tom Berenger who plays Sergeant Barnes. Oh, he's the one with the Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, his scars are like crazy. He plays that character really well. He's like kind of a veteran as well. He's been there for a couple of years. Um, He's seen everything, but he, he's one person who's in control, but you start to see him lose control. He's wears a thin line. He's, one of the people that reports to the actual guy who's in control, which is, he's like, 
a softy and no one really respects right yeah. right right that's interesting too the yeah. lieutenant doesn't really speak up and tom berenger kind of takes the place yeah. of the lieutenant mm-hmm. um but there's one scene where they kind of raid a village which is the turning point of the movie yeah. and if there's any plot or like conflict be- besides the actual war conflict um that's where it is because a lot of the platoon wants to like rape and pillage the village kind of because mm-hmm. they the you know uh a couple fuck of their, them yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and then well they're so pissed about being there right and also some something. of their platoon members just died like in a yeah. very mm-hmm. vicious way um and then the other people don't want to do that like yeah. willem like, defoe yeah. thinks it's crazy charlie sheen although he's like reacting to some of these yeah. villagers he still doesn't think you should kill them and burn it down and or all that stuff rape them or rape them pull yeah. the people off of the yeah. girl that scene is rough yeah um, they don't it's rough but they don't they keep it kind of like pg-13 yeah, they don't show usually. the rape or mm-hmm. even like any nude nakedness yeah. but like you know exactly what's yeah, going exactly. on because they say put your penis back in your pants yeah. um so there's like a divide in the platoon for those who kind of went off the rails and stopped humanizing these people yes. and just looked at them as enemies and objects and then there's the people who still have the humanity left and that's the dichotomy of willem dafoe's character in scarface <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, and then who else do we have in the platoon? We have um, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Yo, before he got his lazy eye. Yeah. yeah. Before he got his <laughs> eye thing. Well, he does get like shot up, maybe. He says maybe something about how he feels pain on inside. Yo, I wrote that. That So they do a diopter shot in this. That's the one. Where it's like zoomed in in the front. And zo- like there's a character in the front of the camera. and the Foreground be- and background. And yeah, and they're both zoomed in. Brian yeah. De Palma does it all the time. And they did it, and he says, it's when uh, Forrest Whitaker says, I don't know, brother, I'm feeling really bad inside. And Mm -hmm. it's after the village scene, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's like, I love that part. Mm -hmm. That was Forrest Whitaker's time to shine. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Then there's a guy from, we don't talk about TV, but the guy from Scrubs. Oh, John C. McGinley. I love him. He's he's a good part. It's kind of a kiss-ass he kind of um, just trying to get home in any way possible. Yeah, anyway, and that his his, like, ending, his is ending is crushing. Crushing. So they just that he survives at the end, yeah. and because like his sergeants and lieutenants died, um, he then is in charge of the platoon, and, and he wanted to go home, home. so bad, but mm-hmm. now he's in charge, and it's like holy shit. He was shit. like promised to go home on the helicopter that left right before mm-hmm. this giant yeah. um, battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the look on his face when they're like, all right, um, you're in charge of whatever, too. And he's just like, all right. And the look on his face is just devastating. That's one thing with these war movies that's like crushing. Like, they'll go through hell. And, and then, then at the end, it's like, all right, well, <coughs> all right. Now I have to go with this platoon and go right back in. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit. It's crazy. This movie just is PTSD. It shows yeah. you, like, why people get that. There's so much torture day-to-day and dehumanization and death of people that you love and um deprivation of sleep uh food shelter it's just every type of thing that could add trauma to your life is invited in this movie it just seems like such a hell yeah Yeah. like well even charlie going going to sleep in the fucking rain like yeah 
it's all just seems like torture and then falling asleep with those ants on you waking you up biting you when he wakes up there's one scene i thought was super interesting it was really subtle detail but i thought it said a lot where he they do four hour sleeping shifts Mm -hmm. so he he looks at his watch and it's like pretty clean and he sleeps for four hours and he wakes up it's just covered in mud and soot and dirt and it's like wow four hours you see how much dirt they get yeah just in that limited time period and watching seeing what they eat just like this disgusting shit like it was ugh. it's just horrible shout out to the veterans you know seriously (laughs) this is like the perfect veterans day episode yeah it really is because you just really appreciate what they went through after Mm. watching this Mm -hmm. um and then also Johnny Depp was there playing guitar, speaking yeah. Yo, Vietnamese. I missed that. Um, yeah, I, I think I just saw his death. Really, that's really yeah. So in the, the part pot, in like the pot den, he's the guy playing guitar, mm. and then he's translating when they're in the village. I didn't even and recognize that as him. Dies. Yeah, he's a young little baby. I have to look a young it up. Lad. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about Willem Dafoe's look in this movie. I'm really into his t-shirt headband yeah i think he looks great in this movie his peace sign necklace willem dafoe up and down is cool in this movie for sure his death scenes in remarkable yeah i mean that's the cover of the movie it's also the most famous scene Mm -hmm. and i i think i've seen this movie like a long time ago but um i was waiting for that scene and you think he's dead Mm mm-hmm and he comes running out of the jungle at the very end while the helicopter is pulling away. And, you know, the Vietnamese are following him it's and shooting crazy. at him. And he's like, the way he dies is just an incredible yeah. shot. And, um, but, yeah, that scene is just, like, intense as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you feel a lot of emotions because he was wronged. Yeah, um, he was. He was shot by one of his own uh, platoon members and... You know, and he's the good guy, and it's just, it's like a culmination of, like, so many feelings, and it's fucked, but... Um, and the so. the dichotomy of his death first, the one who shot him's death, mm-hmm. were very, uh, like, telling of their characters. Of So, Willem Dafoe's, like, fight, fought to the death. He got shot, like, 16 mm-hmm. times before he fell, because he was mm-hmm. just in it, he was in it for everyone. And the other guy just you know got shot by his own person by asking for it yeah because he just you could tell that guy just wanted to die yeah yeah so it was really interesting how that went out too mm-hmm. um shout out to um charlie sheen's grandma he uh, right? who he's talking to the yeah. whole time yeah he loves oh, his really? grandma yeah he i didn't know that like in like when he's like narrating pretty yeah. much yeah, he like ends it with like thanks grandma or like yeah he's like everyone's like a le- the narration's just letters to his grandmother oh i didn't yeah. pick up on that yo i didn't really uh i guess i didn't pay attention to the yeah. very beginning and the very end of this yeah. movie um, he really liked the middle yeah i love the middle um but yeah I-, I think this is like obviously it's up there with one of the greatest war movies mm-hmm. of all time um definitely hardcore like vietnam war mm-hmm. movie and shot well just like a mm-hmm. well very good movie yeah it's it's really 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 good and it also does like a lot of war movies i lose track of who's who this one for the most part i could like same, keep up same. Yeah, for sure everyone was significant like enough looking and and they took their time with them instead of quick edits i hate when it's like Same. quick edits you have no idea who's who i also think it's um a feat that this movie's only two hours and how much it gets done. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel like usually these movies are lengthy yeah, yeah. Like thin red, red line, line. <laughs> so although that, i love that movie but then too. like also vietnam movies like well, the deer hunter yeah and yeah. uh 
Apocalypse, Apocalypse now, now is two and a half yeah. hours long. Mm-hmm. Like they're just yeah. long. They're all yeah. This one gets it done in two. Um, but yeah, overall, great movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say great movie for my review. Respect. Rips. William. Oh, using his birth name. His birth name. <laughs> um, and also shout out to all the veterans out there. Yeah, happy Vets Day! Thank you for your service. Um, yes, sir. But uh, yeah, so we reviewed his one of his highest, one of his lowest. Still love Willem. Yeah. Might even like him a little more because he's vegetarian. Just, he's vegetarian. <laughs> um, <laughs> And also that he's just as like a little eccentric and strange in his real life as he is in his movies. And I kind of like that. I think honestly, um, no shade to these movies because I platoon was amazing and um, speed was an adventure. (laughs) Um, I think the lighthouse is really what was like made me feel holy shit. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My first real like, like, notice of Willem Dafoe is probably Green Goblin. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, he yeah. did a great job in that. And mm-hmm. then, like, he's kind of been on my radar ever since. Yeah. But it's just props to him for being around so long. Yeah, his longevity yeah. is crazy. So relevant. And he's killing it lately. Yeah. Like, he's always yeah. been good. But, you know, with the Florida Project, mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, yeah. the Florida Project... Uh, now the lighthouse he's in like some wes anderson shit. like that's where he kind of also was on mine was the wes anderson stuff yeah. that's when because i think his role in life aquatic is one of my favorites mm-hmm. um that's where my first was like that's someone i really yeah. really love but the lighthouse is something where i've like it's rekindled that little feeling mm-hmm. that it's like ooh. yeah i'm i'm really i know not all the nomination like not all the movies we still have a couple months but like i'm really pulling for him for uh, I guess he's a supporting actor in mm-hmm. The Lighthouse, yeah. so I'm really pulling for him for that because yeah, uh, I think he's incredible. Nominated four times for Academy Awards, never yeah. won. Hmm. Let's get him one. Yeah, let's get, get him, him one. one. That film Friends bump yeah. might might do the trick. It, mm-hmm. ha- it happened with Sam Rockwell, so yeah, that's yeah, true. We can do it again. Um, yeah, it's coming up to to award season. We need to start bumping a couple people. Yeah. For the listeners out there, help us bump them. Yeah, yeah. let's bump them. Get Willem Dafoe trending. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, get him trending he on Twitter. It. Um, speaking of Twitter, reach out to us on Twitter. Do it. Reach out you. to us on Instagram. Hit us up. We'll hit you up back. Tell us. Is that some how you say that? <laughs> tell us some of your favorite war movies. Um, tell us how you're prepping for the holiday season. What, what movies you're watching? Mm-hmm. Um, in the upcoming weeks, we might be tackling a holiday Ooh, movie here or there. I so am into that. I feel like the only holiday movie I really had seen was the Santa Claus. So yeah, nice. I would right. love some holiday suggestions. Not even Eight Crazy Nights. No, interestingly <laughs> enough, the one Jew movie I've not seen. Interesting. Yeah, give us some holiday movies. Um, but uh, yeah. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing us. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, please do. Yeah, and remind me next time to talk about my Michael Shannon dream. Oh, yes. Um, Keep them one and more. Good yeah. tactic. Nice, good tactic. You're learning. You're learning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Bye. Shannon. Bye.